in to another episode of Invest Well with your host, Michael D. Wall. Yes, that's me. There's a D in the middle. I know it makes it a little easier for you to remember. There's a lot of Michael Walls out there, so we threw the D in the middle since I was born with that initial. And uh, always joined with Randy Cook. He is uh, joined live in studio. And Randy's got a great knowledge of uh, not only the radio podcast, but the financial industry as well. If you haven't heard of me, I've been in the game for a little over 18 years, helping families with their wealth and national media exposure and a variety of other things. But the purpose of this show, you've entered into a place where our goal is to utilize the time that you have given us by listening to this show and sharing thoughts and ideas to help you break through the fog of the financial space. One of the things we wanted to talk about today, which I think, Randy, is really important, is the market now and over the the next 10 years. You know, and, and the whole idea of where the market's going, what's going to happen, you know, the trillion-dollar question everybody wants to know. If somebody's 60 right now, they want to know what does the market look like when I'm 70. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're 50, they want to know what's the market look like when I'm when I'm 60. Now I'm a little bit closer to retirement. Person that's 60 going to be 70 is a little bit farther in retirement, depending on what their situation is. Obviously, if somebody's 20 or 30, they want to know too, but it's maybe not as impactful because they're a little bit younger in the game. So this is a big topic, Randy, that we that we're going to be unpacking today on the show. So I think that most everybody wants to know. You know, that's the big question: what's going to happen in the future? And uh, every time you go to a CNBC or you go to Fox Business or something like that, there's a picture of a bull or there's a picture of a bear. You know, and it's, that's all you ever <laughs> yeah, know. Is yeah. we're going up, we're going down. We're not talking about Yogi Bear. No, not, Yogi, not Yogi, Yogi Bear. This is not Yogi Bear. This the, is not uh, picnic the, basket the stuff. With, the bear with the honey. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. This is not Winnie the Pooh. It's a different bear. Okay, that's a got whole it. different kind whole of different bear, bear there. Yeah, there are always grizzly bears with big teeth and claws. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, but this this article here, I wanted to get your. I, I love challenging you. Yeah. Because I want to find out what you have to say about this stuff because. This was rather shocking to me. Morningstar, and if you're not familiar with Morningstar, if if you ever you go to a financial advisor and they run any data for you, mm-hmm. probably it's coming from Morningstar. These right. are the data kings. These are the people who are the historians. They tell you what has happened under these different circumstances and what might happen under these circumstances in the future. Here's what Morningstar says. Over the next 10 years, a balanced U.S. stock and bond portfolio could generate, after inflation, Roughly a half a percentage point. Wow. Balanced portfolio. That means, you know, stocks and bonds in a portfolio averaging a half percent. Half a percent. That ain't going to get it. No. Because if you think to yourself. No, it's not. I mean, if if some financial advisor was holding a sign up that said, I can get you a half a percent, I can get, I don't think he'd get a lot of business, dude. I really don't. No, it'd be, uh, it'd be like watching, you know, tax time, those uh, people out the street with their, they look like the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. <laughs> hey, hey, come on in. Come on in. But Michael, I mean, when I remember when you were just a couple of years ago when you were doing the circuit, when you were talking on CNBC and Fox Business and all of that, you're on After the Bell with Liz Clayman. Yep. And you actually said this, I think it was like five, six years ago, that you were thinking that the next 20 years could be flat. Yeah. Yeah. I was unpacking a, a flat market period of, in my perspective at the time, 20 years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So- that's scary to anybody who's in their 50s or 60s that they would go 20 years with a market that was up and down, up and down, up and down and never getting anywhere. Where do you put your money? Well, I mean, first off, Randy, when you unpack that, you know, the, the thinking behind that has a lot to do with demographic investing, which sounds kind of sexy and, and, and bigger than it is. Really, demographic investing is nothing more than simply paying attention to the habits of consumers and where people are age wise in this country. 
you know, we had a generation called the baby boomer generation that was the at the time the largest generation in the country for some time, mm-hmm. 77, 78 million people, and they made more money than any other generation in the country, right? right? So here they are growing up through the 80s and through the 90s, and they're investing into their 401ks and 403bs and, you know, profit sharing, all this other stuff that they're getting for retirement that either they or their company was putting in for them in retirement. And now all of a sudden they're moving 2000, they start to move into retirement. They're not fully into retirement, but they're moving in In the mid 2000s. More of them are in retirement. 2010, more of them are in 20. You know, we get to 2013, 2014, when I did that interview, one of the things that I saw is I said, wait a minute, time out. What is going on with the generation behind the boomers? Mm -hmm. You know, their kids, how are they investing? How are they investing for their future? What does that look like? Because a market is driven by fuel. Anything is, I mean, anything really, Randy, is driven by fuel. It's just like, you know, when Steve Jobs came out back in the early 2000s and he said, hey, how about I, what I'd like to do is present to you a thousand songs in your pocket. And people are like, what? A thousand songs in your How do you do that? Well, he created a device and they came out, Apple came out with the iPod and then it continued to grow and, and so on and so forth. But, you know, and Apple has become a massive company. Mm-hmm. But if when Steve Jobs came out, and presented this iPod, if the consumer, the, the the person that was buying it on the other side of the table said, you know what, it's too small, you know, the charge doesn't last long, it's not, you know, they, they just didn't get it, they didn't buy it, and they didn't buy it by mass, and then they didn't continue to buy Apple product, which has now turned into a little bit of a cult, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Apple wouldn't be where it is today. Okay. And so similarly with investing, when we take a look at investing, we look at markets, we look at uh, where markets are going. And, you know, this Morningstar st- research and study talking about 10 years, you know, rate of return, not going to be real great on the balanced portfolio. Listen, there's always opportunity out there. That's one thing you got to understand. That's why you must do your research and look for where opportunity is. Money exists. It just moves. Okay, and moves in different arenas. Case in point, healthcare. Okay, so medical office buildings, continuing care retirement communities, nursing home facilities, things like that. Twenty years ago, there were facilities to some degree like that around, but they were not as active and as in demand as they are today. And the reason they weren't is because the baby boomers had not aged to the place, and their parents had not aged to the place that they are today. So th- there's there's a whole new market that was created that literally didn't exist 20 years ago. You know, we look at guys like Mark Zuckerberg, right? And here he is with an idea. Maybe he stole it from his friends or maybe he created it. (laughs) Doesn't really matter. But he's in a place where he creates this thing called Facebook. And now 2 billion people in the world roughly are on Facebook. Right. And so these are markets and industries that were created that never even existed before. So your point there is, is that... Even if the market doesn't give us anything but a half a percent, yeah. there's still opportunity even within that area because of where people are moving to. There is still opportunity, but you have to change the way you invest in what you do. If, you, if you're continuing to do what you've done over the last 10 or 15 or 20 years, which is you know how most stockbrokers, unfortunately, suggest, hey, stocks, bonds, have a little bit more bonds, a little bit less stocks as you get older. That's kind of the balanced portfolio that Morningstar is talking about mm-hmm. in their research. And if you continue to do that kind of philosophy, 
you're going to have serious problems, I really believe, when it comes to your portfolio. Again, because of the demographic investing that I mentioned before. Now, how does that all tie in? And I'll tie it into a nice little bow for you, Randy. I know you like uh, I like the symmetry. I love all that. Bows. Come on. Make yeah. it sweet for me. Nice and sweet. little okay. piece of chocolate oh, on the pillow. Oh, love you. We'll do that for you. So- you know, here, here's really what happens. So you got you got people investing money, investing money, investing money called the baby boomers into future investment accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all this kind of stuff, right? And now we're in a place where the generation coming behind them, when we take a look at where we are today, they are not investing money into the markets like their parents did. And in, in, in fact, instead, what they're doing is, is they're doing the opposite. They're literally taking their money and they're spending it you know, like there's no tomorrow, <laughs> buying things and getting things and living lifestyle and traveling in a way that they would necessarily do in retirement, potentially. But they're spending all their money. They're not investing into the markets. And that is a demographic shift as far as the fuel going into the fire of the markets. Now, that's really powerful. Has nothing to do with who's the president in the office. Has nothing to do with any of those things. Has everything to do with the fuel behind the fire. Again, if Steve Jobs came out with the products, iPod, whatever, and said, hey, this is the best thing in the world, and consumers did not buy it, they said, you know what? I don't want it. Apple would not be where they are today. If investors as a whole don't put a bunch of money into markets, the markets have little fuel to continue to grow. And in fact, the boomers that have most of the money in the markets right now are taking money out. They're taking money out. Yeah. So that's why I had that conversation back, I think it was roughly about 2014 with Liz. We've done a lot with Liz on Fox Business. Great lady, really smart, very engaging. And we talked about the idea that I really do believe we're in 20 years of flat markets. And so the answer to that and the, and the, the bow wrap of all of that for you, Randy, is, and all the listeners out there, if you are continuing to do and continuing to have the kind of portfolio that you've had that a lot of these big brokerage companies suggest or have for you over the years, and you continue to do and invest in that philosophy, you're going to come up short. Mm-hmm. You just will. A half a percentage point is not going to get it. You're not going to be happy about that now or in the future. Yeah. So you've got to change the way you invest. You got to change the way you invest. And there's a lot of good information. Listen, we've put a lot of good information up on the site, leanonthewall.com. I'm going to leave you with that as we close the show down here. But our goal is for you to get educated so you can make great decisions. And listen, what I found is that the education is the foundation of good decisions. Now, what's even more important is you can get educated all day long, but if you don't apply any of the education that you've received, you're not going to be any farther ahead. So get educated, make good decisions and apply what you need to apply. If you need at any point in time, obviously feel free to reach out to us as well. You can find that contact info on the site, but that is our invest well show. This segment, we're talking about making good decisions, getting educated and making sure that you're prepared for flat markets in the future as they come. Again, go to leanonthewall.com to learn more, more great information to educate yourself, to end up in a place where you are living on purpose so you can live with purpose. See you next show.
Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. Wall Private Wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall. NPN Insurance License Number 7330010.